you can find us in all the usual places. But I am Choo Choo Stew, and I'm coming at you from London, England. And over in the red corner, we have live from New York, I believe. Yes, actually, actually from Yonkers, New York. Uh, this is producer Al. Uh, this is going to be a great um, show. We also have DK. Say hello, DK. Heidi ho, everybody. DK in the house. Thanks for this opportunity. So how does it feel, DK? How does it feel, DK, to to come on last? How does it almost like an intern tonight? You know, I, I, I got to admit, it, it's really weird. You know me. I'm a control freak, right? So, uh, yeah, it, it's weird, but it's cool. I, I'm glad you guys put this thing together. I uh, Over to you guys. So it was our... Al that suggested it, that maybe we should uh, corner DK tonight and sort of ask him a few questions, maybe that he's never been asked before, and find out the the inner depths of the DK mind and what goes on there. I'm game. Yes, yes. This this is going to be a great Q&A with DK. We're going to get to know DK as we know him, but we want the listeners and the watchers to see DK, and hear from him. So DK's like a, a man of many talents. He's got lots of uh, lots of different talents hidden up his sleeve. Uh, obviously, the main one is there, the, the podcasting world that we're talking about. And uh, he's got many a show sort of up his sleeve already. Uh, the latest one being DK tonight, also Cave Crew. And DK, you started off in a podcasting world probably about 10 or ten or so years ago. Are you throwing it over to me? Yeah. I am throwing it over to you for a minute. I, 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 I don't want to interrupt you guys. Um, yeah, I, I started out a long time ago. Um, I, in the original show was called uh, Double Talk Radio. Um, and, and it's funny because I... Well, we all still store our shows uh, over on TalkShoe, but I used to broadcast from there, and I, I had, I think, a um, an $8 microphone and, and headphone then, and please don't go listen to those shows because there was many growing pains that went along the way, but um, it, was, uh, it was always just to have fun, and uh, I had a... Uh, an old gal who'd been married about uh, ten times, uh, Violet Illusions, never had a child. And I had a, uh, a guy of an alternate lifestyle. I would have chosen another word years ago, but, you know, the world we're living in now, I I would just say alternate lifestyle. And, and he hadn't come out at the time. Um, but he did. He finally came out. Um, and, yeah, it was really weird because here I am uh, – married guy with a young family and I had these two and uh, so sorry to interrupt you there DK but what made you choose your your sort of co-hosts uh, for those shows I have listened to quite a lot of those shows now and uh, and great co-hosts they were so did you actually know these guys before you started uh, doing the recording or did they come along it, it, well it's in you know how we met and how I've met Al and, and Big B and everyone. 
I'm in Windsor, Ontario, Canada, and, and we do not do the show strictly from my studio. Um, Violet had a show on Talk Show, and she at the time was in uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, I think she now lives in Las Vegas. I've kind of lost touch with her. She's got very annoyed at me. I have no idea why. Um, but uh, I'm kidding. Obviously, I'm a very annoying person to be around. But anyway, uh, she was in Pittsburgh, and, and uh, Chris lived in, uh, is it Pokesey, New York? You'd know better, Al. Is there a Pokesey? Oh, po- it's Poughkeepsie. Is Poughkeepsie. That it? Poughkeepsie. Okay. Yeah, he lived in Poughkeepsie, yeah, New that- York, and he also had a show. Uh, but was already friends with, with Violet. And also, you've heard Producer Scotty uh, around the... They were all friends. Uh, Producer Scotty and Violet actually lived together. So I met them on, on Talk Show. We Similar to used to, I, 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 I just became fascinated by this new thing. And you've heard me say, and I, I don't lie, my wife's upstairs watching a movie right now, and... What she watches bores me to death. And I'd, I'd listen to these shows, and you'd, and you'd go and chat, and you would interact with these people. And before you know it, uh, you're friends, and they're like, let's, you know, first they're a guest, I guess. I think she was a guest first. And um, and then all of a sudden you're like, look, I need, I need a co-host, and would you try this? And it went on a pretty much a, a five-year run. Uh, she left. Uh, you, you guys all know Maddie, Maddie, the co-host. Um, he yeah. came in for a while. That's how I met Maddie. He's in Ohio. I mean, no one is local. That's that's the beauty of the podcast or the internet radio or, you know, I, I think of myself more as internet radio, but we are podcast. I mean, that's where most, most of the listeners come from. But um, that's the beauty of this. It's, it's a worldwide, uh, and we all have the same passion most of the time. And it is a fascinating hobby. I mean, I started listening to probably when you started doing uh, Double Talk Radio. I wasn't listening to Double Talk Radio at the time. I was listening to like the big boys in, pod, in I suppose, podcasting uh, terms. Uh, I was even paying for podcasts because I was blind, you know, to what was out there, really. But uh, and I think it was really... I don't know, maybe it was just fate that you, you met these guys really. Cause, uh, having listened back to the, to those shows, they're, they're sort of groundbreaking in a way, really, compared to what these guys are doing now. And, and listen, you, you become friends and, um, it, it's imagination. It's, it's, uh, it's always been an escape for me. Um, I, I really am an everyday guy. Uh, and, and when we did the show, it was just, you know, a, ch- a chance to, I don't know, call it virtual reality, call it whatever you want, but it, it was, and, and, but they're still friends. Uh, Violet, she's gone on her way. She's trapped in that game, that, uh, what do they call it? Uh, Second Life? Where yeah. You, you become an avatar. And, and it, we even, well, the funny kind of thing scary. is. That, that Second Life is. Ooh, that, I don't even want to go there. Well, it's, it, it, you totally have a whole new life on the internet. <laughs> nah. Unless you have 10 years on your hands, folks, you'll never be able to listen to everything. But at one point, they made me an avatar and clothed me. 
And uh, we were broadcasting in, in Second Life, simulcasting, I should say. We've always done what we did, but it was <laughs> it was funny because there were all these avatars uh, sitting in the room and listening to us do uh, Double Talk Radio. But you're right, Stu. But DK, I, I, DK, before those guys turned up, you was doing this on your own, yeah? If I'm not mistaken, because I'm sure I've listened to very early shows where you, you almost sounded serious. <laughs> yeah, you know, I... You was, you was, I, I, you was I, a lone ranger. I was a lone ranger to begin with, but you know what? I'm... Um, it's probably my biggest fear too is to to die alone. Um, I just wasn't comfortable. Just just like you know, some people record podcasts and and they're they're immaculate, they're amazing, uh, and they edit it. And they, but I, I'm I'm not comfortable when I'm in that situation. I'm comfortable now when we're live, and um, I'm also not comfortable alone. Yeah, no, I can understand that. I mean, the, the the very early shows were still good, but you could see uh, like how much you've come on, even like going into a few shows of uh, uh, Double Talk Radio, how it's uh, sort of uh, things have advanced with your experience. I think. Sorry, uh, Al, I'll, um, you will get your. Your chance as well. Oh yeah, you just, just welcome. <laughs> no, no, that's all right. This is we're just talking like friends. This is what this is going to be. The show, the real DK. I, I just I, well, the thing of it is 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 uh, it was making friends, and it was uh, and here, here's something I'm gonna, I, I don't know what your questions are, so I hope I'm not stepping on a question now, but. Here's one of the things I've always believed about podcasting or talk radio or whatever just, it is. Just don't tell us your favorite meal, yeah? I won't tell you my favorite meal. Uh, I won't I won't answer that question yet. But <laughs> the one thing I find, and what, what draws me to podcasts, and, and I know you guys are both fans of them as well, but one thing that draws me is people being themselves. And exactly. when you hear That's me laugh, I am I am genuinely uh, uh, pissing my pants. It, it, it's not a fake laugh. So when when Stu or, or or someone a guest whatever does something funny, and I'm laughing, I'm really laughing, and I, I'm hoping that someone's laughing along with me. And that's always been my thing: is that that if I'm having fun, it keeps me interested, right? And um, I don't know. Next question. All right. Um, I got a good question for you. Tell us about your childhood and your hobbies when growing up. Oh, holy shit. Should I? <laughs> I just swore. Um, should I lie down on a, should I lie down on a couch? <laughs> hey, this is a Q&A. <laughs> <laughs> My childhood. Um no, you know what I? I Was you bullied as a child, DK? I, I, you know what I? I had a pretty good childhood. My my dad, um, my dad was an auto worker, worked seven days a week, didn't see as much as I would like uh, of him, and um, that's you know got a lot of influence on how I parent today. Uh, my mom, she was a stay at home mom, but good mom, didn't cook very good, but. Uh, I had a good childhood, but the one thing I always had 
was I had an imagination. And um, I used to pretend I was a... I remember this one funny story. My sisters still uh, tease me about it. Is I used to wear my underwear on the outside of my pants and pretend I was Superman and uh, have, a, have, a, have a towel around my neck with a clothespin. I don't even know if people know what clothespins are anymore, but... I always had an imagination. I also always had this little box. And, I, I again, I, I might be dating even you guys, but we used to have these little cassette recorders. And I always used to record myself. And I always dreamed. And, folks, believe it or not, I've never been involved in radio outside of the, the university uh, doing the play-by-play. But um, I always used to record myself. Uh, even when we were growing up as uh, as teens, I don't know if uh, my buddy Kevin, who's finally got Facebook, is is out there. But we used to get high together when we were in our teens, and and we used to record ourselves and make shows. Now there was no music, there was no editing, there was no sound effects. But um, I, I guess when I was a kid, I always had an imagination. Um, and oh, I think in, probably like in our days. Um, I grew up listening to talk radio shows on sort of national radio and local radio because my parents listened to it almost all day long until the evening when when the sort of good TV was on. And even even my uh, brother and sister that are younger used to record chat shows on a cassette player and sort of interview each other and talk about this that and the other maybe the weather and stuff like that i didn't do it myself but i was always listening to to talk radio and this is just another well it's an extension of that isn't it really well the the other thing is uh Stu, um and i don't know if you guys have ever gotten into this but one thing i was and and and, and this was before my time because there was actually television uh when i was born but I used to go and listen in my room to uh, The Shadow, uh, CBS Mystery Theater, uh, oh, Fibber yes. McGee and Molly. I always loved... Don't forget Superman. Superman. I mean, all those ones. I used to love... the, And still one of my favorite things to do on Halloween, and I, I introduced my son to it, and, and we turn off the lights and we light candles. And, of course, we're not listening on the radio now. We're listening via the computer and, and, a, and, a, and a Bluetooth speaker. Is H.G. Wells' The War of the Worlds. What an amazing yeah. audio production. Um, and go back. That that was what, like 1940? I'm not... My, I remember my grandmother telling me that when they heard it, they thought it was real. Yeah, that's exactly what everyone thought. They thought the aliens from Mars were coming down to invade us. They even people called up the the National Guard and the Army said, "You got to get over there." So I mean, that's classic. But I mean, think of the think of the tools we have now, right? And um, maybe I'll get into some of them a little bit later. But, you know, we've got these computers. We've got these microphones. Stu's in England. You're in New York. I'm in Canada. We're all talking. But think of back then, like 1940, whatever. 
what a they, the, the way they made sound effects, the way they did this was just. I've always admired that, and I've always thought of them as, as geniuses. And I guess that's another inspiration I've always had. The sound effects, yes, and how they do it too. Simple stuff, simple stuff, like rattling, uh, um, like a cookie sheet or something, and that was thunder. And 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 using, like walking on dirt and stuff like that it's just amazing what they do but they're still they're still doing that i mean theoretically they're still doing that on the i listened to some like an ongoing drama in the uk okay and you can see their studio online and stuff and they they more or less still do the same thing so and and the drama's been going like 50 years all right Wow. They may have the sound effects on on their uh, soundboard now, but it still originated from that bacon or, or deal call to make the phone calls to make it sound realistic, like you know. And, and I, I've always, I've always, I guess, even as you know, the original question as a, as a child, I've always found that fascinating, and you know, it's almost like. People don't read books anymore. You know, it's everything's on a Kindle, or you know, I read I, I, I read the paper now on on my on my phone. But the imagination of a book or of an audio drama or talk radio, um, but it's, it does even talk radio. Okay, the the imagination. Do you know what? So I like listening to obviously like a lot of podcasts. I listen to probably. Like and sometimes, when I uh, line at these people, it almost it spoils it spoils your imagination when you actually see the the picture of people. Do you find that when you think, "Oh God, they look like that"? I imagined them to look like this. Right, you're right because so when, now, when you when you read a book or or, or you hear an audio, it's it's up to you. It's your imagination. I, the other thing I liken it to is is Imagine World War Two. Imagine in World War Two, uh, people had to wait like weeks or months to to get these reels at the theater uh, to see what was going on in the war. And now everything's instant with with mobile phones and uh, you know what, what whatever you have. Yeah. It, it's uh, I don't know. Hey, this the soldiers used to write letters. Uh, you know, you, you always hear the old story. Uh, they write a letter to their loved one or their, their their girl or whatever. Now, you FaceTime. Hey, I'm in Afghanistan. There's a bomb coming. I mean, I don't mean to make light of it, but, you know, the world's a different Understandable. place. Sometimes the classics are the best things. Yeah. You know, writing. People forget, you know, now they just do emails and, and stuff like that, which I think I think they need to get back because, you know, it's an an artistic way of expressing yourself. Writing, you have to think. You know, Al, they 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 don't even and and you'd have to check with Stu because he has a child same age as mine. My my boy's twelve, gonna be thirteen, but they don't even do uh, what do you call uh, cursive writing anymore. Everything's done on smart pads and big TVs and. You know, the teacher doesn't write on a on a blackboard anymore. 
that's how I used to commit things to memory is I used to, you know, take all those notes in, in class. They don't they don't do that anymore. My son's a terrible writer. Well, n- now now it's just all electronics. Yeah. Once you get the, into the electronic stuff like, you know, notepads and computers and stuff like that, you lose it. You're like, oh, my computer's down. I can't do my... My, my homework assignment because my computer's down. Oh, my phone's down. I can't talk to my friends because... Do you remember... Let me ask you something, DK. Do you remember the old rotary dialing telephones? Oh, shit, yeah. I remember. <laughs> Since we're, we're on childhood. I don't know if you guys... But remember when someone would call and, and there was no call waiting... Exactly. Not everyone in the, the not phone. everyone not everyone in the house the had a had a separate phone line, and you'd want some privacy because you were talking to a buddy or a girl or whatever. And the best invention they ever came up with was that extension cord. <laughs> yes. Mate, I grew, I grew up with a telephone in my hallway of the house. Okay, and it used to watch TV programs like Happy Days and stuff like that where they had like a six foot, ten foot extension cord. Ours went about one foot. It was like a phone rang in the hall and you spoke in the hall. We had a little hallway telephone table and uh, there was no privacy whatsoever. No no privacy at all. And if you called someone, you would get a busy signal. And, 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 and you, if you had three sisters like me, um, they were older, but I mean, it's like, you know, get off the phone. I'm waiting for, you know, Molly to call or whoever it is. And, and, and if you wanted yeah. to go play with a friend, this, this is the other thing. It's, um, and I hope I'm not digressing too much, guys, but my son is on spring break right now. Again, he's 12 years old. When I was that age, if I wanted to get a hold of a friend, I would hop on my bicycle or foot. Go around and see him. And knock on the door and say, hi, is Bobby home? Not anymore. He's got 10 kids on Instagram. Like tomorrow, I promised him because we haven't done much. He's, he's had a couple sleepovers and shit like that. But I said, tomorrow, you and two friends, whoever you pick, um, I'm going to take you bowling and, and laser tag or water park, whatever you want to do. Uh, I'm, I'm going to treat you guys, and we'll go eat lunch and stuff. He's talking to them through his tablet. <laughs> They're not even using a freaking telephone, let alone getting outside, going for a walk, knocking on the door, and saying, hey, <laughs> you know, I, I just I don't about know. The uh, you're talking about the phone where you dial it. My parents put a, like a lock on it, so you couldn't dial anything. They put a lock on the one or something like that. <laughs> so we learned how to tap the phone. So you used to tap it. If it, if you was ringing like eight seven nine four three two six, you'd have to press like eight times. Wait a second, and then press three times, and it, and you'd have to go through that whole uh, whole procedure. Now, now, did Before you guys did you guys ever have what they call? We used to. I don't know what you guys would call it in in, in America or, or England, but we used to used to at the very beginning had what was called a party line. So oh, sometimes yes. you'd pick up the phone and you'd be listening to someone yeah. else's fucking conversation. Excuse my language. Sorry, yeah. that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> someone this else's conversation. You, Just let it go. Don't worry about it. I, 
uh, yeah, sometimes I go, but, but some, and, and, and you pick up the phone and you'd be like, um, oh shit, uh, the guy two doors down is on the phone. I can't make a call yet. Never mind your own house. Oh yeah. That, that has happened a lot. And then they made the party lines where they were actually party lines where they were like a date line. So it went from being overhearing something to actually being looking for someone and oh, it's just ridiculous. There you go. Hello, what's your number? Where are you calling from? I'm single. Oh no, Harry's not here. This is his brother Larry. Oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> the or, the name. original the original uh, uh, Snapchat or Craigslist or whatever they call uh, that shit. I don't know. I oh yeah, the, the original dating thing. I haven't that's dated. What started it all. Plenty of fish, whatever yeah. it is. I, I haven't dated in so long. I I wouldn't know what to do. I think they called them oh eight nine eight numbers over in the UK. Oh, the the nine the nine hundred numbers. Listen. Uh, yeah, that's I, another I, thing. Oh. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I can tell the story because he might be listening. But my buddy who moved in with me at one point used to call these, I don't know, they were like, they weren't, you weren't talking, you were trying to pick up girls. And I went on a couple and it didn't work out well. The one girl crashed my probe because I let her drive it. And that's another story for another time. But, um, but it, it would be free for like 30 minutes. And then it, I remember getting the phone bill the one time. Frito, and it was like four hundred <laughs> bucks. Yeah, they still do that. They still do that now. But after thirty minutes, they cut you off, and then you have to pay for it. Does anybody successfully meet that way? I I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I met my uh, future wife uh, actually through online actually the internet <laughs> oh well see then i guess it works i uh well i mean a lot of people are saying like oh go to match why do i want to go to match for and spend spend like 35 dollars a month you know i mean you have to be creative you know you have to do what like a peacock does you have to you know show your feathers and walk around and you know I have to say, I'm, I'm <laughs> Did you just say you gotta show your feathers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, that's what peacocks do. They, 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 they puff up and they show the feathers, you know. <laughs> one, one thing I absolutely refuse to do tonight, folks, is show my feathers. Hey, I refuse to do that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but it's just that that's how dating is now. That's how dating is now, isn't it? I, yeah. I, I guarantee Nowadays, you. It's not like the old time. It's not like how we were growing up. You know, I think we're all about the same. Yeah, do, yeah, do a bit of groundwork, didn't you? Oh, hey. you, you, you had to. You had to actually yeah, meet march the person. Over, march across that dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> Chest out. You used to have to buy and a couple. Go, I, I don't know about you. Two, there's two. <laughs> march across. And go, all right, darling. You want a drink? And then they go, no, thanks. So then you have to turn around and do that walk of shame back. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, being refused was the worst, eh? But never mind the $35 a month, Al. I, I used to cost me like $400 in drinks just to find out that uh, she left with my best friend. I mean... Uh, oh, that's <laughs> the worst. <laughs> and he spent nothing because nothing. you were buying drinks for her and she was giving it to him. Now, here, here's another story for you. I, I, again, I know we're getting way off topic, but then you learn. 
Because these girls used to walk up to you and they used to go, you know, can you buy me a shot? Can you buy me a shot? And I'll actually tell you how I met my wife later because it, it was a bar story, actually. But anyway, um, what you order is a shot of tequila with a shot of Tabasco. And you say, okay, no problem, no problem. I'm going to buy you a shot. And you start passing these things out. They'll never come see you again, ever. I guarantee it. And, and they'll be asking for glasses of milk in a fucking bar. What's that, Stu? I missed that. I'm saying I always looked out for the girls that drunk pints. <laughs> it's cheaper. It's cheaper. And, and look, if they party, you party. It all works out in the end, right? I don't know. So, yeah, you, you said I would love to know. I know. How long have you been married since you were talking about uh, marriage and stuff? How long have you been married? Oh, my lovely wife. My beautiful, lovely wife, Melissa. Um, God, she's a rock. Um, we call her Isbia on air because everyone has names. Uh, my wife's name's uh, Melissa. She is uh, my wife of 16 years now, but we've been together prior to the year 2000 because we partied like it's 1999. So we've been <laughs> together about um, 20 years. And uh, she actually worked for me. Um, we used to work in, I don't know if you guys know what Tim Hortons is. Tim Hortons is a uh, restaurant, and yes. they do have them in, in New York, actually, but yeah. it's part of, like, uh, the Reese Company, which is like, um, oh, my God. Like Burger, Burger King. Yeah, Burger, yeah, yeah, like that, yeah. And and it's like a coffee shop slash they had donuts and they had all that stuff, and they had breakfast sandwiches, too, if I'm not correct. You are correct, and and back in the day, we used to actually bake the donuts. They don't do that anymore, but I, I used to actually, um, I knew how to make donuts. Now, I was in charge of like 12 stores, and she was a, a manager, and I actually knew her before that when I was in the rent-to-home business. Actually, Stu, it's funny because I worked for a company named Thorn, which ran a, a, a company named uh, Rent-A-Center, but Thorn was a UK-based uh, company. And that's when I first yeah. met her because her uncle used to deliver furniture for me. And anyway, uh, the funny thing is, is I chased her to no end. And, and I, I got to be. Up, so I am listening. I know it's unprofessional, but I've got her open the door. The cat is scratching at my door. Okay. Well, you go let that fucking cat in. See, if this was Cave Crew Radio, I'd lose my mind right now. But I, I'm, I'm staying with a steak and oh, pulse. You know what? He, he has to go let the pussy to go out. Yeah, that's what he, it is. You know, he's got to let the pussy in, and that's okay. So anyway, we're, so I, I, I was chasing Melissa forever. Um, mm. and, and guys, I was a hockey player, so I, I had plenty of puck bunnies running around my, my area. Could have had many choices, but for some reason, this young gal uh, caught my fancy. And you, we're talking about the bar and spending money on dating and stuff like that. I used to go to the bar with a lot of money in my pocket. And these, these girls used to walk up to me and, and go, buy me a shot, buy me a shot. And you know what? I'd do it. I, I, I just was fortunate enough back then to have a lot of money to blow. And she one night told someone... Um, a girl that she was my wife. 
Wow. And uh, I said, wow. I said, uh, so anyway, um, through long and drag, I, I'd ask her out on dates and she'd stand me up. And wow. <laughs> it was funny because for a while I, I would not go out. And it really wow. frustrated my friends because I, I was literally pouting. Eventually, I convinced her to go, and, and here we are today, and she regrets it 20 years later. Um, but, you know, we've, we've got a good son. We go in a house, and we're together, and she hates my guts. And it's a oh, perfect, perfectly that. normal marriage, right? <laughs> I think so. I, I'm not married yet, but... <laughs> no, she she doesn't hate me. She's... She's a beautiful girl. Of course, we we don't always see eye to eye, all but uh, well, I mean, you, you, if you see eye to eye, then you have nothing to discuss. Then, if you always even and 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 know everything about someone, then you then it gets kind of boring after a while. It does. It would you know? get terribly boring, and and you know it's funny because I I look at some couples. And I find them to be completely superficial. And the one thing, God bless, uh, Isbia, that's what I call her on air, Melissa's uh, soul. The one thing, God bless her soul, is I've always been able to be my creative self. And same with my son. So if I'm making a pot of coffee or making her, she prefers tea in the morning, and I break out into a song from some Broadway play, um, she'll call me an idiot, but... You know, it's completely acceptable in our house. Now, she might call you an idiot, but does she laugh? She, she usually thing. giggles. She usually goes, you're yeah. such an ass. Such <laughs> yeah, an ass. That, that's true love, man. That's true love. Okay, here's another question for you. Um, you said that you were you played hockey. When did you start and how good were you? Oh, shit, that's a. Uh, that... <laughs> <laughs> I told you, Q and A, Q and A. You can open things. Up. Uh, that is speculative. It depends who you're talking to. If you're talking to me, I was the greatest hockey player of all time. Um, but um, no, I started playing when I was about five. And again, oh, God, wow. God, God bless my father's soul because he worked seven days a week and um, he didn't have a lot of time to spend on me. Um, again, I'm very fortunate. I'm very involved in what my son does. Uh, but he put me in hockey and at first I just stared at the pretty lights. I couldn't stand. I couldn't skate. I guess I did all right. I, I, I never played in the Olympics. I never played in the NHL. I highest I played was junior B, um, never got drafted or anything like that. Uh, my glory days were in high school, um, I still love the game to this day. I'm very passionate about it. And I think because I was mediocre, um, I mean, when I, when I was on the high school team, I, I set records. I, I actually did pretty good. Most goals, most assists, most penalty minutes. But, um, <laughs> I think that's where my passion comes for coaching today is that, you know, everybody needs to play, right? Like it's, uh, um, so it was, it was probably the best gift my dad ever gave me. And trust me, he, he bought me new bikes and he bought me, a, you know, Vic 20, which was a brand new computer at the time. And all those things were great. 
But the Vic Twenty wasn't that a Commodore? It was Commodore a Commodore Victor. computer. It was like, but but I mean, he, he always did that. We had a VCR with a with a cord on it. And I mean, there were all these material things. But when I think back, the, the greatest gift uh, that was ever given to me, um, for me, it was the gift of hockey. But for any child, uh, is is the gift of sport. So, Stu, do you have any questions for him? Wow. Uh, I'm scared now. No, there's no need to be scared, but being a podcaster, okay, I've found that all the sort of uh, independent podcasters uh, that I listen to, uh, quite a lot of them have got the same thing in common. They, they, a lot of them say that a lot of their listeners are actual podcasters. And I, whether that is a, whether that is a real thing, but I just wondered, are you a podcaster that actually listens to any other podcasters? I know you retweet people and you follow people, but do you actually sit down and listen to any? Because it takes time to, to actually listen to people. So whether you actually do or not. Um, absolutely. Yes. You, you, um, again, if, if, if I don't want to say I'm successful at this podcast game, because again, that's speculative to, to each and every listener. But if you do this, you, you're probably genuinely a fan. Now, do I like every podcast I listen to? No. Sometimes I listen to one and I go, I'm done after after 10 minutes or whatever. I like, um, I've got my favorites. I've, I've, I've got uh, Angry Old Man Podcast. Um, he, he's a guy that does all the voices himself and he does a little show. Um, it's, it's not put out weekly, but I mean, I like the Mike Jolich show. Um, I enjoy Bad Cop, Bad Cop. Um, just because I like to see Jerry in his misery. Um, yeah. You know, certain shows, yes, I, I, I do. I watch, yeah. I, I, I religiously, and, and that's a funny thing. Now you don't just listen anymore. Sometimes you watch, right? Uh, but yeah, Chris, yeah. Chris Ripka, another huge fan, huge fan of Chris Ripka. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of them. I, I'll be honest with you. Other, If hockey's not on TV, or if I'm not watching, you know, Donald Trump entertain me or, or, you know, there's very few shows that I, that I really follow on TV. I'm online and I'm either listening or I'm watching something. And it, and it makes me yeah, better. I'm, I think it makes me better too. I mean, it, uh. Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. I wasn't sure if, if I had a bit of a lag there, but no, I, I agree, especially with Angry Old, someone like Angry Old Man podcast. That guy is like, uh, I know it's not all about him, but the guy's in his seventies. Is he that he old? Podcast that, is he that old? He, yeah. I'm, I'm sure he is. Oh, I'm sure he's, uh, and, uh, forgive me if he's not, <laughs> but, uh, I'm sure he's around about uh, 70 age and he is there doing like multiple voices and it's just like I think it's amazing I mean the first time I heard that it was like I was quite confused but once you get into it it's like 
Well, it's he, one of the most amazing podcasts out there. He he's like a, but I mean, with him, you know, I guess with with uh, Cave Crew or Live with Tonight, you you can pick up at any time. But with him, you kind of got to follow because he tells a story, right? So um, it kind of uh, continues <clears throat> on as you go. Yeah, and I'm sure he started as well in. Uh, he started in something like local radio and. He had a co-host, and then he sort of just ended up, you know, going on his own. You'd be surprised with half a dozen people <laughs> or characters behind him, right? Now. But 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 you would be surprised. I mean, and 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 I, I guess that's why I have a passion for podcasts. Is you know these television shows have all this money and all this production behind them, yeah. and, and and you guys know how shrewd I am with. Uh, how much money I will spend, and but we always try to produce, and, and you just have to give these these you got to give these podcasters credit. Whether whether I want to hear about uh, you know veterans radio or, or 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 you know I'm depressed or whatever the show is, whether I want to hear about it or not, is you got to give them the credit. They're working on it. They're doing it themselves, and maybe uh, Stu and and you know now because you're involved in it. You know how much work goes into this. This this is a labor of this is a hobby of love. Um, yeah, you know it's it's uh, it's not it's not just plugging in a mic and going. Like yeah. some people might well, think, or, you know, or, it's, or some of the shows that I listen to. Oh, that oh, just plugging it in and and going. But uh, but there's a hell of a lot of work that goes on, not only before, but or if not before, but definitely afterwards. Guys, I got to tell you, uh, the amount of work uh, in a show, if anyone's wondering, uh, let's say we're on here for, uh, you know, and there wasn't really a lot of work that went into this show, but uh, Cave Crew Radio, Live Tonight with DK, um, the amount of work, you've, you, you've got to book the guests, you, you, you have to promote the show, um, it may seem... Like I have a staff of 20, but I don't. And then when the show goes live, like tonight with us, I'm running the keyboard here. Like, uh, like it, 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 it's a lot of work that I don't think, you know, all, all people in the end. And, and you know what? It, it, it's not an excuse because they just want to hear things, right? But it's a lot of work to get the audio out to the end user. Yeah. True, true. You know, you have to have a passion for podcasting or anything that you do in life. So this is a passion of yours, well, just like hockey is. Well, the, the, the only two things that, uh, I, I mean, other than my family, um, the only two things that, that, that keep me going. Um, podcasting is, is, is something that, that helped me keep my sanity uh, from the world around me. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of that, here's a good question for you. Why are you known as Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? Why am I known? Yeah. That's a good one. Because... Uh, well, here's, now, again, this is just my my take on it, right? And it's funny because you and another guy in the same week, came up to me and said, you are like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. 
And if, yeah. at, at first I was, you know, kind of drawn back by it, but I, I, I sat and I thought about it, like I try to do about everything. And, and the Dr. Jekyll is probably DK, is, is Hyde. Uh, Ken is, is, is Jekyll. Um, I don't want to say it's a character because it's actually part of me. I would, I would like to say it's a character that I act, but it's actually part of me. But the, the hide, the evil, I guess would be Cave Crew Radio. Um, I'm very aggressive. Uh, I call people out. I tell things the way they are. Um, uh, Stu and Brian and who's ever with me that particular week. Uh, we rip apart whatever we can in society and it makes us laugh and it makes us feel good. But in all reality, all it is, 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 um, imagine yourself playing a poker game or going for bowling night or whatever you do. You're just hanging out with the boys and that's the hide. Uh, the Jekyll is, um, I raise a family. Um, I coach minor hockey, uh, in with live tonight DK, I'm I'm trying to meet new people and interview people and and be more civil. Would I trade one for the other? Absolutely not. Um, I, I believe both have benefits. I believe the hide is to laugh, and I think laughter is by far the best medicine of all. And you might not have the same sense of humor as me. And yes, we use very vulgar language and very sexual uh, innuendos and, and and whatever we do. Um, but I was inspired by Howard Stern and, and Jimmy Kimmel. And, and the, these are the Saturday Night Live. These are the people that inspired me. And I'm just carrying it to another level. So my hide is is not necessarily a bad thing. You know, like in in the story, Doctor Jekyll was very good. Mister Hyde was very evil. I don't think my Hyde is evil. I just think it's it's a little bit more. He's the party guy. He's the party guy. He's he's a little more relaxed. He's hanging out with the guys. I don't really want you to let your kids uh, listen to me when I'm acting that way. But you know what? If I didn't have the Hyde which I guess now is Cave Crew Radio, used to be Double Talk Radio. Trust me. Um, it is It's probably my, why my blood pressure is so low, my cholesterol's in check, all that good stuff, because I'm just hanging out with a couple of buddies, and we're having a lot of laughs. It insults a lot of people. I know, and I, I know trust me, I've heard. But at um, the same time, I've been told, sorry to interrupt, but I've I've been told by uh, some friends that I've made online that are, that are in the USA, uh, in totally different states, and they said oh, the show's insulting, it's offensive, and why do you do it? But I think it's I think you've sort of answered the question almost, really, because it is a sort of Jekyll and Hyde thing, and. I think the people that actually listen, uh, they're not surprised by its content necessarily. Well, and can I add to that? Because I'm I'm going to turn hide for a minute. Uh oh. Here we go. <laughs> for any for any of you that are insulted, 
and and and, and find it because here's here's the thing I I like to think. Do we insult everyone? Yes. We insult the stew. We insult L. We insult B. And we certainly insult me. So it's just a bunch of people having fun. And if you think, if you think for one fucking minute that you actually know me, and if I really insult you, you should you should really come hang out for a little bit because uh it's a character it's 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 a fictional show and there's one thing that i believe i believe in fiction because i believe fiction encourages imagination and imagination is what changes everything in this world it's it, it's evolution so if I want to be a really freaky, mean guy for an hour and a half on Thursday nights, you, can do you, 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 you don't know me. You, you just don't know me. That's all I got to say. Okay. Now, speaking of these characters, now, how did you come up with these characters' names for everyone on the show? You know, like uh, Choo Choo Stew, DK the Man of 87 Voices, or... 87 names, uh, Sir Big B, Uncle Albert, a.k.a. Huh. Producer Albert. I mean, where'd you come up with these names? <laughs> Very creative. But. You know what? Again, it, 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 it kind of goes back to the <laughs> to the imagination. Well, well, Big B, Sir Big B was not always Sir Big B. No, everything evolves, right? It he all evolves. Big, he was Big B. He was Big B. Oh, did, did did the queen knight him? He was knighted. Yeah. He was knighted. He is the he is the king of Urnstenchelli. Of course. Uh, Listen, it, 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 here's what happens, uh, especially in a show like um, Cave Crew Radio, is I play on on the strength of my co-hosts. Um, and, and I, I am blessed, uh, to have worked with some of the best people in the business. Like here we are doing an interview about me, but I'll tell you, I, I give all credit to the success of the show, um, to the people I work with. But I, I, I don't know when you were kids, didn't you look at a kid and go, your name is, I don't know. Yeah. Squash pumpkin, sausage breath, or yeah, something like whatever. That. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. that's what it is. Like with, with, with Stu, he's like they can't know my real identity. And look, my name's really not DK, and I know a lot of people know who I really am. But you know, like, but I said uh, I, he sent us an email, and he's like, I, I drive a train, and da 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 da, and it would be very bad if you ever said my name on air. And it just rolled so perfectly, a choo-choo stew. And then I look at Brian. It's funny because... Go ahead. No, sorry, Con. No, no. no I was, I was just going to say, because the first time I, I ever listened to you, I and I wouldn't condone uh, my behavior at that time, and I wouldn't, I would certainly wouldn't do it now, but at the time I was listening to you on a, on a, uh, one ear on the headphones underneath my hat whilst I was uh, on a train. And uh, I, 
I turned uh, Cave Crew on for the first time, like, and I can't even remember what it was. You just had me laughing, like, you know, you had me giggling, and I thought, and I know you think I'm a bit of a podcast whore, but at that time, <laughs> I, I really wasn't, and I didn't, I don't think I'd ever really spoken to any other podcasters or emailed them or anything. And I, and you had said the email address or something like that. And I thought, do you know what? I'm just going to say hello to these guys just to let them know that there's someone out there listening sort of thing. And didn't even expect to get an answer. And, uh, and then the next week uh, when you'd got my email, uh, I was listening again uh, when I was on the train. And I really was pissing myself laughing because Big B was saying about it's like 90 degrees out and I've got my woolly hat on covering my headphones and they're going, Stu, are you cold? Are you cold? And, and, and DK saying, well, I've named this guy. His name's Stu, but I've got a name for him and he's Choo Choo Stu. And it basically changed my, it changed part of my life there, you know? So, uh, in, in, yeah, hats off. It's a key thing you're talking about, though. Um, and I don't know if there's any podcasters listening or whatever, but I don't know how you feel. But getting engaged by a listener has got to be the most awesome feeling in the world. And, you know, See, Big B would know more about this, but you know bands, right? Bands play. There's bands like uh, Kiss and, and, and Aerosmith, and, and they play in front of 80,000 people. And then there's guys like Joe Rogan and, and, and whoever, Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, they perform in front of a million people. The one thing I've always done is I don't care if there's one listener or Sometimes we've had a thousand, which again is not a groundbreaking number, right? But, but start? I, I, I don't care who's listening. Um, it means the world to me, and and when Stu and other people when they reach out to me, um, and at one point you did, Al. I mean, it. It, it, it builds relationships. It builds friendships. It builds. It means the world to me. Uh, when 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 someone says hello, I, hello. I, 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 I don't think I, I, I don't think the listener gets that though, because the listener's listening and because Stu, you asked me before, like you do you listen to shows? Yeah, I do. And when I do, I reach out to that person, and I tell them uh, whether they answer me or not. Great show. I I really like what you're doing, and and the majority of the time they they they're gonna like pee their pants because they're so happy. And and I know there's, I know there's a thousand more out there that that don't say a word. But trust me, we're not that unapproachable. Like I I, if I gotta spend ten hours tomorrow. And I don't want to call it fan mail because we all do this together and, and, and it's all a, a project of art. But if someone sends me an email, it's going to get answered. I guarantee you. Yeah, and it, it's strange because, like, all these people listening, you think they would 
they would sort of contribute to the show and all that. But probably most people don't. They just listen. They're they're washing up. They're walking a dog. <clears throat> Whatever they're doing, you know, they're painting the banisters or something like that. Um, I think most people probably don't list don't uh, don't actually interact with shows that they listen to. Well, let me add to that really quick. Um, I, I I got two sides of that. Uh, Cave Crew Radio. We have a really good interactive Facebook group. Um, we got a lot of people all the time uh, on Cave Crew Radio on Facebook. Uh, posting stuff and got the same sense of humor as us and they interact with each other. We got a good bunch. We got about over 1,300 people. And again, it's not Jimmy Kimmel. It's not, uh, you know, Joe Rogan type of stuff. But for me, that's that's pretty cool. We, we, we've built an empire. And then on the flip side, um, live tonight with DK, we're giving away stuff. We say it every night, every week. Folks, when I tell you I am giving away a book or a T-shirt or, or, or whatever it is we're giving away, uh, send us an email. Sometimes, Al, we have five people respond. And I, and, I, and I see how many listens and I see how many downloads we have. Um, the stuff's there to give away. I ain't bullshitting you. We really have books. We, we really have stuff to give away. Mm. interact interact with your shows it doesn't have to be mine you don't have to interact with my shows you're not going to hurt my feelings I have enough friends uh, already but trust me every time a new face pops up in chat or somebody sends me an email or or someone likes a a, a podcast that I post you don't understand what it does to me it's like winning an academy award but when we're giving away stuff, like like Stu says, interact, interact with those shows. There, there's, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna win Chris Ripka's uh, mobile media kit. I know I'm going to. <laughs> Another question I was going to ask you, but it's it's sort of like more a personal thing. But Big B has been on the Chris Ripka's show. You've been <laughs> on there. Uh. I've been on there. Producer. Al, you've been on there. Yeah. Why haven't I been on there? I don't know why you haven't been on there, but guess what? I'm scheduled for Friday. (laughs) And you know what? Listen, Stu, if I had, I know you guys are firing questions at me. I want to ask you so much about those vegetables, and, and you and I are going to talk. Uh, and we're going to get you on live tonight with DK. Don't you worry. Um, we're just going to find a, a Monday when you're off, and we're going to have you on, on the Sunday night show. But because uh, he really is the most interesting man in the world, I, I don't care yes, what anybody yes. says. I mean, today with the with the with the allotment, my God, not to go off or off or we're doing, but my God, this is, um, this is very early season. This is a lot of our secrets. This time of the season, they just can't be uncovered until until the the produce is there. So there's no point talking about what we're doing until we've got it. So 
Yeah, but you grow you, you 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 grew a dandelion inside of a, a lemon inside of a something else. That's a daffodil. A daffodil sting now. Boy, we do hybrids. We're not known for it at the moment. Come this time next year, we want to be the big name in hybrid vegetables and fruit. You 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 have to teach me this shit. You you just absolutely have to teach me this because you didn't ask me this, Al, but since you're interviewing me, I'm going to. I love gardening. I find it very very relaxing. No, and I, I think about that. I yeah, it is very. I used to be into not gardening, but bonsai trees. <laughs> Bonsais are the best too, but they always fucking die on me. I either I overwater it, or I don't trim it the right way, or I hit a vital spot on the tree and it just welts away. I'm right. I'm right there with you. But this, this shit about hybrid, like I mean, I grow tomatoes and cucumbers, and but I, the main thing in my house is uh, at my house. Um, my 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 wife is excellent at like weeding and doing all that stuff, but I'm the one that plants everything, and I get all these plants, and I want um, what are they called perennials? The ones the ones that come back every year. Yeah, that's perennials. Is that right, uh, Stu? Perennials, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that makes it easier on me. But this shit, like this giant lemon that that, that <laughs> Stu had today, and it, <laughs> and it had a, it had a flower. Growing out of the top of it, <laughs> uh, it's 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 weird science, I suppose. In a nutshell, weird Wait, science. You and like I are going to talk about DK, this. He's the most interesting man in the world. Look, they, you know, trial and error, trial and error. A, a nice greenhouse, trial and error, and a bit of luck. You know. Well, well I'm, I'm glad I, that you got. I want to meet. I want to meet a rose and a watermelon. Wow, would that make it a rose watermelon? I don't know like what you call it. it but... Has like 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 the the perfume smell of a, of a rose and the nice <sighs> juiciness of a watermelon. Well, water, I just think that's awesome. I, I uh, um, anyway, Stu, you and I are. I mean, gonna... That's one thing I can discuss with my wife. Uh, that we, you know, we are working on lots of things. I will give. I know it's about DK tonight, but we will give away a little thing that we are working on, and that's a a collie bitch. <laughs> collie bitch. <laughs> yeah, a collie. <laughs> so it's oh, I, thought he, I thought he said collar that bitch. All right, yeah. I'm sorry about that. I once I once stated a collar bitch. It's a cauliflower with a cabbage. So you know when you've got the the tight leaves of the cauliflower, and you open up and expect to find these lovely white florets of cauliflower. Mm-hmm. We're working on something where you open it up and you find inside a nice little cauliflower, uh, a nice little cabbage. Sorry. So, 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 so you and your, you and your wife, I, I'm not supposed to be the one to ask questions. If this was Cape no, Girardeau. This is, this is the greet and meet and talk. We can do whatever. Cause but I'm this, telling the you, main it, thing is you, if this ahead. was, if this was Cape Girardeau radio, I'd be going absolutely ballistic right now on this. But, um, so this is something you and your wife do together. These, <laughs> Are you going to start like mating different kinds of animals or something? Sorry. 
Sorry, Miss, <laughs> we've, Mr. We've, Mr. Got a, we've got a lot of things in the greenhouse. <laughs> Let's put it that way. But that's something you do together. That's really cool. I, I Listen, I really want to learn about it. I mean, sorry, the Mr. Hyde snuck up there for a second, but uh, fuck, I, I, I want to do that. I want to make a green onion and a radish together. Hmm. I want to know how you do it, but of course you won't give the secrets away, so. <clears throat> no, no, those secrets, uh, well, they're safely with, with us at the moment. We're, we're looking at, uh, we're looking at big supermarkets and, and places like that to, to try and supply, you know. These, but, uh, so, so this, got, we've got this, to get the demand out there first. This, this is your means to retire. Because I, I, I really, I, I thought you'd help me. I really want to grow one of these daffodil lemons in my garden. Yeah, but the funny thing was, when and you, I won't steal it. Can, I promise. You I, can I'm suck not that the kind juice of... out of out of that, and it, it's nothing like a lemon. It's it's sweet. It's almost like a like an orange, but it's a lemon. You know? And how long have you? Uh, how long have you and your wife been doing this? I, see, Al, I'm sorry. This is my normal takeover of the interview. That's okay. Hey, look, that's okay. We're getting to know you, so that's okay. I, I no really, apologies. I really we're want quite, to know. We're quite new in this business. We've only a couple of years. It, no, a couple hey, of and years. I'm, and I'm like less than six months in, so I'm just cool with it. So go for it. So listen, if I mix two. What do you do? Do you mix two seeds, or do you no, take a cutting? No. Do, you, do, 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 do you place the cuttings you together? You get a couple of plants. You get a couple of plants. You splice them together, and you leave them to get to know each other. It's almost like a. It's a bit potluck. It's like putting two people together in a disco. It's like online dating. <laughs> no, no, it's like the party, they party line. together. You party together, you might get a tangerine and a tomato. Yeah? They might get on and, uh, and, you know, get married and have babies. Guys, I'm, the, I'm starting you know, to lose, I'm starting to lose my mind right here. How the fuck do you get a tangerine and a, and a fucking tomato to go together? Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's so, the thing. A tangerine and a tomato. A tanger tomorrow? What would you call it? Uh, a, a tamarine. A ta- the tamarine is actually an orange and, and, and a tomato. Uh, you you yeah, and I, yeah. you and I are going to talk. We're 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 going to get to the bottom of this. I, I want to start mating plants, and it would make gardening so much fun. Inter- interracial gardens is what we call it, folks. <laughs> well, the, the the downside of doing this sort of stuff is that you're always surrounded with vegetables. Now, you know? now, now, as, as, uh, again, I apologize, Al, because I know you're supposed to be asking me things, but does, okay. does, does the project ever go wrong? <laughs> oh yeah. I think what, uh, it, it, DK is trying to ask is, does it turn out to be like that giant Venus flytrap? Yeah, like from that movie. <laughs> yeah, like that Rick, Rick, Rick Morris movie or whatever his name was. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. I think the the, the creature's name was Audrey. Yes. So yeah. I, I, maybe that's why the fucking woman went missing in the allotment. Sorry, folks. <laughs> Doctor Hyde, Mister Hyde. <laughs> that's a, yeah. That's Mister Hyde, right? 
It may, no, maybe. To answer your question, it does go wrong occasionally, and obviously we have bought the program, so it's not really it's not really a big deal. But but initially, it can be quite scary. I mean, what did we have last? We had a cucumber. I can't remember what we what we what we mated it with. But uh, I think it was like a chili pepper, a chili cucumber or something like that. <laughs> How the fuck from... do you mean a cucumber? Oh, now I'm, see, I'm, I'm sorry. But the, but no, the problem no, 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 go ahead. We gave, <laughs> no, we gave, we gave, we gave it, well, we, we had a few there and samples and it was actually, you sliced it and it was, it looked quite normal. It had like red flecks. Red flecks in the cucumber. We gave it to, uh, there's a neighbour or a couple, uh, about three or four doors down. We, the we the Indian to, guy. Is it, is, it, is it the Indian couple guy? couple of lesbians. Lesbians, okay. <laughs> lesbians. <laughs> you guys what, wonder why I did like, whether it was, radio. I don't know. Whether it was coincidence, you never asked for any more. But that <laughs> night, it was last summer. I'll tell you what, you could hear the screams from miles. <laughs> <laughs> And me and my wife are laying in bed, and then because we just looked at each other. Yeah, that's the that's oh, a chili that cumber. must have been a, that must have been a hot night last that oh, night. That, we're not judging what they were doing with it. That well, but we know what they're doing wife. with it, and that's okay because yeah. they're always looking for we the big one. And, and but look, just, this is not about me. This is not well, well, me. well, well, Stu. Just imagine though. Okay, the reason why they didn't want it is because the. Chili pepper, if you get it anywhere on your face or your hand, that stuff is going to burn. Let alone, uh, Al, Al, yeah. this is yeah. probably why you related to uh, online dating, but uh, it was not on their face or their arm. I know, and that's why, that's why they didn't want it anymore, because it was too hot down there. I'm, I'm pretty sure that they stuck it in the hoo. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure, too. Okay, but look, see where you're bringing this to. It's all your fault. Nah. I'm you know what? Well, you know what? Down. This is how it should be. Three guys that know each other, that are friends, just, excuse me for saying, fucking around. Yo, we're fucking around all right with that fucking uh, pepper cucumber the, up the, the hoo-ha. The chili, the chili cucumber. <laughs> now, so, I, I, I think what we should do... DK, yes. Your, your, your. You got your shopping trolley, your shopping cart, as you call it. You're, you're walking around your local supermarket picking up your groceries. It's probably a one-world answer, but uh, has anyone ever gone? Are you DK? Has basically has fame changed your life? No, absolutely not. Nobody knows who I am. I am not famous at all. But I will tell you a story. It's a very short one. Last week, I'm watching my son play hockey. And a, uh, a young lady, uh, a mother of, a, of a, uh, another kid I've coached, came up to me and said, um, and it wasn't Cave Crew, actually. It was Life Tonight with DK. Um, you have a radio show. When did you start this? And I, I giggled and laughed, and I said, uh, I've been doing this about 10 years. She said, no. How do I find you? Oh, this, this, and this. 
And then someone else called me over, and they wanted to talk hockey. And this this woman would not leave me alone. And I, I, you got a groupie already. I, I looked over and I said, "Look, I'm I'm, I'm not that famous. I'm really not. <laughs> but if you want to listen, please do. This is where you can find me." I said, "There's this. If you're feeling dirty, and there's this. If." You know the kids are around. You got two options. I'm 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 an awesome guy, folks. I always give you two options. If you want to shit your pants and laugh so hard you've never done it, there's this option. And then if you want to learn something that you may not have ever learned before, there's this option. Next fucking question. I'm I'm still thinking about that cucumber with with, yeah, with mixed with like, the. Uh, hey, yeah. God, I, I wish I. God, I wish I was doing Cave Crew Radio right now. But anyway, you know, that would be a great tale. The curse of the cucumber so, chili, or the chili cucumber. I was going to say, look, every podcaster has got fears to begin with. So, what's your what's your biggest fears now, or what have they been in in the podcasting? What's your insecurities? Well, my, my again, I think I said that this at the beginning. My my biggest fear is to be alone, and um, and if I disappear off screen, it's because of the cat. Yeah, tell the cat to fuck off. Give it, give it, yeah, give it yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sounds like first you want to the fuck out my sofa. Yeah, just give the cat that cucumber, and I'm pretty sure. You know, I saw a video one time on, on on Facebook where cats are really scared of cucumbers. Well, this would be like you, the Godzilla. The it was the cucumber laying on the ground, and the cat went, "What the heck was this?" and jumped around it. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, give it the give it the pepper cucumber, and and that would be like the Godzilla of cucumbers, right? <laughs> but oh seriously, God. what what really scares me? Number one is 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 being alone, and. Just like what we've done tonight, mm-hmm. um, what I do on Cape Crew Radio, what we do on Live Tonight with DK, uh, nothing ever changes. Uh, my fear is being alone. Um, I feed on 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 not only my co-hosts, which would be the case in Cape Crew Radio, um, but on our guests in Live Tonight with DK. I, I, I feed on the other people. I think that brings the the best out of me. So one thing is being alone. The other thing that that scares the hell out of me, uh, Al, is 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 technical difficulties. Oh yeah, I know that. I, I I think that would scare any podcaster. But it happens sometimes. Like there's been a few times we've it hasn't happened to us yet because we've only had five shows. But I mean, on Cave Crew Radio, just sometimes. Shit don't work, and I I just dumped Skype all to begin with. So, a number one, being alone scares the shit out of me. Um, if I'm if I was on this mic right now and you two weren't here, I'd freeze. Um, I know I seem like a really like the crickets. Well, I, I, but you know I I seem like a really outgoing and crazy person, and I really am, but. Being alone really, really scares me. I, I, I don't like it. I, I love having you guys around and whoever's around me. I like having me. you around too, man. I mean, to be totally honest with you, man, um, 
you've actually helped me out come out more talking on uh, on podcasts than anything else. Uh, I never thought my voice was good enough for anything. I always thought I sounded like a retort. <laughs> uh, let me tell you something about that really quick. Um, every voice needs to be heard. Um, I know people say, oh, you've got this voice. Uh, whatever. Um, every voice needs to be heard. And uh, everyone's got a story. And, and Al, if you're, if you're passionate about your story, if you're passionate about uh, enough about your story, uh, be it making people laugh because you've got a funny cucumber growing or, 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 or whether you want to help somebody because um, they've gone through the same thing as you, no matter what your passion is, your voice is okay. Um, I like that. It's it's like how you say. I think that's what, that's something you can hear quite a lot about people saying, "I hate listening to myself back," and I hear that time and time and time again. Apart yeah, from Deco, don't... he just loves. He goes to bed listening to his own voice. <laughs> Listen, I hate listening to myself speak. I am the biggest critic of myself anytime I go back and listen and other people say, Oh, you've got the golden voice. Like, fuck off. It's because I smoke too much and, and I'm probably going to die far too young, but you know, never. I'm just yeah, kidding. I'm, I'm joking. Like, so, I think everyone, everyone is individual at the end of the day. And, uh, and you don't like listening to your own voice. Get over it. And I really, my, my my advice to to anybody, mm-hmm. and I know this is not the the question, but I mean anybody that would want to go into podcasting. Actually, number, that's one of the questions I was going to ask you. Well, there we go. There's wow, someone, you're reading my mind, DK. There's, there's someone in the, the chat room saying hello to Stu. Even though this is this is my personal roast, uh, there's someone in the chat room that says hello, Stu. So, oh, it's Mrs. And this, this is why I freak oh, out, you, 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 you fucking bastard. You abandoned me. Uh, you're the only reason for my success. And, and now I'm left all alone. And, and, and go say hi to your fans. <laughs> I would love to meet Mrs. Cotter one day, but over to you, DK. Sorry. I'd, I'd love to meet her, too. She's, she's a beautiful lady. Yeah, Sorry, Al, go that. ahead. Oh, well, no, that's, you know... What would you say to someone that wants to go into podcasting? Like, you know, to me, what I believe is that if you want to go and do something, do it. If you fail, you fail. If you don't, you don't. At least you did it and said you did it. My advice would be, um, listen, this is a, you know, we, we were talking earlier in the show and we said how we used to have tape recorders, right? Oh yeah, and or, or we used to we used to shout out the window. Whatever we did, nobody heard us. Um, you're in a world now where where your voice goes out, and I'm not going to guarantee you that you're going to get a thousand listeners. But remember, my philosophy is: there might just be one person. There might maybe just be one person. Be it Cave Crew Radio, where we're making you laugh, or Live tonight with DK, where we're diving in and we're meeting a lot of interesting people, and making you think too, and making you think exactly. But there might just be one person sitting all alone in a room somewhere, 
could be a hospital bed, could be in their own personal prison, wherever they put themselves. And if you make their day better, then you're an amazing person. So get a mic, headphone set, whatever you need, computers, internet, it's it's so available today. And you can talk to people like me. Uh, I've mentioned Chris Ripka uh, before. There's guys out there that want to charge you uh, $50, $200 an hour. Uh, they can go fuck themselves. Um, I will never charge you. Um, I, I know the people that I am close with will never charge you. I know Stu and, and, and Al, all the things I've taught them. You pay it forward because it all comes back to you tenfold. Exactly, exactly what I said. It's 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 the circle of life. Use you your know, voice. I mean, use it's, your it's voice. Amazing. Yeah, use your voice. Use the internet. It, it, it's a great thing. It, it doesn't always have to be negative. It doesn't have to always be political and and and, and destroying and 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 it's not all for dirty laundry and all that stuff. It's Use your voice. And, and, and the, if passion, you need, the passion that you want to do. It, I you, mean, help other people. I, I think you say it best, though, DK. You say that build bridges, not walls. And I well, agree with that 100%, man. Well, that, that, that's a, it's funny you say that because that's a foundation now of not just, uh, not just podcasting. It's hockey. It's about everything. It's hockey. It's life. It's what we do in my household. Um, yes, exactly, man. It's you know. Think of it, though. Al. Think of it. It takes the same tools and the same amount of lumber or or bricks or whatever it is, right? To build a wall as it does to build a bridge. And and if I built walls, I, I, I wouldn't know you, and I wouldn't know Stu, and I wouldn't know Big B, and I wouldn't know Mrs. Cotter, and I, I wouldn't know all these other wonderful people that I've met along the way. Um, a wall is something that protects you. A, 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 bridge is a, a bridge is a scary thing, right? Yeah, it is. But you think about it like this way. It gets you from point A to point B. A wall just puts a, a, a boundary between point A and point B. With a bridge, it's just totally different where it actually connects you to point A and point B. Exactly. But think of it this way too, folks. The wall protects you because there's not many beings or people or whatever that can climb over the wall. And, and you're safe. You're, you're cool. You want to sit by yourself. You want to, uh, you want to, you want to hang out behind that wall. That 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 that's really cool. But a bridge is oftentimes also l very scary. Yes, because it is. when 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 you build that bridge, you're not so sure what's on the other side, and you don't know if the bridge is going to hold you or if it's going to give up on you. True enough. At least, at least a wall, if it's solid enough, it will not. It'll protect you. But you, you have to look at it as you pointed it out, you know. But I enjoy that saying. I live that saying. And that's an when you when you build that bridge, you got to remember what the weight load is as well. 
And, and only only you could find humor in this in this motivational. Yeah, exactly. Saying uh, the guy that the, the, the guy Mr. that grows Jimmy. daffodils out of freaking lemons. You have to build a wall halfway across that bridge. Yeah, and people start taking a piss. <laughs> Listen, there's no taking a piss. What I'm saying is, is uh, Stu, if you would have built the wall, you would have never met me. No, exactly. But because because you built a bridge. My kid's now downstairs, ruffling through things, but I love them. It's a bridge I built, and I, I built that bridge by inserting something and in, in making two plants become a special thing. Hybrid. Yeah, yes, we yes. became and a hybrid. It wasn't a, it wasn't a cucumber and a chili. <laughs> no, there was no chilies involved, I'll tell you that. But uh, <laughs> No, but in all seriousness... Uh, folks, uh, the, the the bridge is the most important thing. You never know what's on the other side. It might be foggy. It might be stormy. Um, but sometimes you got to take a leap of faith. I, I That's my philosophy, as corny as it is. Well, do you have any more questions, Stu? You can't tell me that Al actually ran out of questions. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's why I'm asking Stu. I had a, I had a few things wrote down. But okay, let, I, let me, I feel like I'm I, I feel like I'm playing fish the bait or something here. You mean take oh, the bait? Yeah. Okay. Here, here's a question for you: What would your friends and family say are your best traits? I, I I really don't think my friends and family really like me. That's why I, I do podcasting and I hang out with you guys. Um, we are your friends. So <laughs> no, technically, in, 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 what, what, what do hey Stu? What do you think is uh, DK's best trait or traits? Is is again, Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. Well, you got to remember. I, I I think I'm a straightforward guy. I you are. Not, you, uh, you tell it down the middle. You you don't BS. There's too many people out there that just want to cover up and not say anything you know let me sugarcoat this no 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 you do not do that you tell it how it is that's I believe that's one trait that you do have you're honest and you're compassionate it's great to have one trait and you know what I would like to know as well going on the friendship line is when when I finally get over to uh, Windsor in Canada and uh, in a hypothetical world then so we've got Big B we've got producer Al and myself over to meet uh, DK where are you going to take us for lunch (laughs) and what are we going to (laughs) eat I'm going to take you to Burger King Uh, no actually there's a really cool place I was talking to my wife tonight about this it's funny you guys always have perfect timing (laughs) there's a there's a local pub that is like two blocks from my house and it's it's in a really weird place it's not a place that gets a lot of high traffic it used to be called the rack and roll but now it's called uh, parks and recreation but anyway (laughs) I, I, I would take you there they have the best onion rings and fish tacos that you would ever taste. 
But according to my family, they got the best ribs, they got the best chicken wings, and I, I, I would definitely bring you there. The first and foremost thing would be I would cook you a meal myself. But other than that, that's where I'd take you. Wow. Because I'm dying. I had poutine once, and oh, it was poutine. poutine. But I have to have some poutine because I could take I, you I could, to a I, I could take you to a really groovy poutine place. It's a uh, uh, I've forgotten really what poutine is, but is poutine not uh, <coughs> cheese on chips? It's not chips. Cheese it's on French fries. French fries and cheese yeah, well, and well, gravy. Well, yeah, right. But, chips are are the are the English version of French fries. So yeah, exactly. So we got French fries. We got uh, melted cheese on top, but it's a special cheese that you can only get in the, those weird Canadians, those French people. Um, you can only get it from Quebec, and thank God my wife. So has what's a, the cheese called? Uh, they just call them cheese curds. Um, yeah, cheese curds. You can you, you can look them online. Um, and he, but I you was can you, you can only I get never... them from Quebec, and again, God bless my wife. Uh, she has a French friend. And um, uh, she sends them to us every time she's in Quebec. And actually, she just got back, so I should be getting some. But it melts on the, the, the fries perfectly, and it's gravy. That's traditional poutine. But now, poutine is becoming, you can put anything on it. You can put salmon. You can put olives. You can put whatever you want to yeah. fucking put on it. You can put on poutine now. No, no. But the I, original, original, I like. In America, believe it or not, they have something similar to that. Which has gravy and cheese, they call it disco fries. Now, see, here's so a what weird comes thing. first: the gravy first, and then the cheese. Yeah, no, cheese first, then gravy. Yeah, um, because it has to melt the melt on the cheese, and then the gravy comes on, and it absorbs the cheese absorbs the gravy, and it's really, really good. How come, Al? I, I I'm going to turn the interview over to me for a second again. Mm-hmm. How come every time I go to the states? Uh, be it Florida, Tennessee, wherever I am, in Ohio, I ask for gravy on my fries. And they look at me like I'm a freak. Who does not put gravy on their fries? There's a lot of people that don't like gravy on their fries. That's why, I mean, in New York, they have French fries. This is what they have on the menu. They, They have... French fries or chips for England um, with melted, any melted cheese with brown gravy or brown sauce. I've seen that in every single diner that I've been to. And also in Florida, they have that. But a lot of people do look at you and go like, what are you talking about? Uh, Gravy on your fries. I, I know what you're talking about, but... Uh, it, it makes them soggy. I mean, you know, we've got no, listeners. No, it doesn't make them soggy. It's because you take too long to eat because you're drinking a friggin' beer. <laughs> Do you know, we've got <laughs> listeners there in the Isle of Sheppey, right? Well, I, I was engaged I to a girl from the Isle of Sheppey. And there's only about 28 people who live there, so they probably know who it is. But uh, she used to take me for chips and gravy. Chips and gravy, but that was Chinese. It was Chinese gravy. It's not Chinese. No, it's, it's a not freaking Chinese. Canadian it's, thing. It's brown gravy. And, and but then the I go why... from one island to another, from the Isle of Wight. You go to the Isle of Wight. Oh, the Isle of Wight. I love the Isle of Wight. And, and you have, over there, you got cheesy chips. 
and chips and peas. Chips and peas. Or chips and peas. Cheesy chips and peas. Mrs. Mrs. Cotter said it could be a turkey stock base. Because no one wants... See, this is why I should be hosting the show. I'm only a guest here tonight, but I'm actually watching the chat room. You I'm fuckers. watching the same thing. It's uh, But you forgot it was beef or turkey stock. See? <laughs> now, here's a thing that's really cool, Stu, from uh, New York. And they actually have a great bunch of them in Detroit, but they're not too good over in, in Windsor and Canada here, is the Coney Dog, uh, which is chili on top of a hot dog. Oh. Yeah, I've seen that. Oh, You know what's pretty good, though? A corn dog. Gets, oh, I just made corn, corn dogs. Dog, That's funny you said that. Dry, but a chili dog is, just gets messy, doesn't it? No, it's delicious. If you have, you got what. That's good... what it's good for, Stu. I mean, you bite into it. Yeah, you're gonna get like chili on your face and stuff like that. But that's what the the thing is. That what makes it good. <laughs> but here's the other thing, guys. You talk about a corn dog. I just made that for lunch for the kids today. Uh. Is that not like a, a hot dog in batter? Exactly. It's you, actually you know, corn, the, 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 cornmeal. Wait a minute. Because now Mr. Hyde's going to come home for a second here. Uh-oh. <laughs> what exactly is wrong with someone eating a hot dog inside a batter? <laughs> no, that's fine. It's fine. You know, I'm, 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 I'm sorry it's not it's the, the finest story. cow that was cooked from the Queen's Guardland. But you dress it up, and it's like corn dog, and everyone like when you say corn over here, we think sweet corn. Well, not, it is not corn meal. Well, corn That's what the it is. It, it is cornmeal. Uh, a lot of people either batter it with regular uh, flour, but cornmeal is what the main thing in the corn dog is. The cornmeal is, makes it like a corn muffin with a hot dog in it. <laughs> yeah, hey, listen, uh, I don't uh, care what Doctor Oz says. It's it, look, Oprah. Oprah's been on this diet for what twenty two years since she bought that company. She's still a fat pig. Well, and you know what though? Now she's on Weight Watchers. Oh, yeah. I lost twenty two pounds. Yeah, oh, and she's still it? fucking fatter than a the the, the 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 biggest pig I have on my lot. Anyway, yeah. Any more questions, boys? Uh, let's see. Because we're seriously falling into a cave crew radio right now. <laughs> you know what? I don't. You know what? I'm going to say this. I don't fucking care. I'm enjoying myself. Okay. I don't you know what. I don't get to see that if you're enjoying. Say, listen, if you're enjoying yourself, that's the whole part of the show, man. Then, then okay, it's like it's like look, when you, while it's, we're, it's while like, we're on food, I've got a final question for you. Yes, your last supper. The Last Supper. You mean if I'm being sentenced to death? It's your last supper, yeah, yeah. What would it be? <laughs> what are you taking with you? I would have a uh, prime rib from the cake. You'll have to Google if you're not from Canada. I would take a prime rib uh, with au jus and garlic, twice mashed potatoes, and a, and a very fine homemade bread. How about you guys? You guys tell me what you would have. Oh, shit. <laughs> Go ahead, Stu. You brought it up. A 
Cornish pasty would be good too. I think as it's the last supper, I'm probably going somewhere where it's very hot. So I'd want to warm myself up with something very, very spicy. <laughs> so you'd do that damn cucumber, uh, wouldn't you? The, the cucumber, oh. <laughs> cucumber, what was it? Cucumber. Oh, mate, that would be my side. The side would be a nice spicy cucumber relish. Well, I'd probably, to be honest, I'd probably go for something quite similar to DK. A nice prime rib, a nice, uh, a nice steak. Uh, I think you can't go wrong with that, you know. And a few fries. Oh yeah. You know, it's just something, something quite simple. Would, would you have it, Would you have any cheese curds on that? <laughs> I, I would think for Stu's last meal, he'd like to stick a firecracker up his ass. That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be a blast? Mine would be definitely, it seems like we like meat, okay? The meat, for me, would be filet mignon. The oh, most nice, nice, meat nice steak. Ever. I had that once. Um, an ex of mine won, a, uh, I guess, a dinner at a, a place called The Palms. It's actually in the city. And she won a $150 meal thing. We went down there, bought the, it was a six-pound filet mignon, and they cut it up into little little steaks. Oh, my God, it was to die for. So, yes, definitely a steak, preferably a filet mignon. Definitely potatoes. I like potatoes. <coughs> you got to have starch. Ma- yeah, you, you have to have starch. starch. Yeah. Maybe potatoes with some maybe sour cream. Uh, and cheddar cheese in it, and then whipped up again. So yeah, almost like yours, but different. Can I be honest? You haven't really got to worry about being full up because you're going to be dead anyway. Can I be honest now? I I really got. I I was really bullshitting you guys. Like if I could have my last meal, I would eat Hannah Montana. What? <laughs> or Selena Gomez, you guys know that. It's no secret. I would well, eat. Well, I, I well, would eat well, them well, until well, I couldn't. Indeed. Until they electrocuted me. I would say or... something, but I don't want to get hit by uh, a book that well, Mrs. Carter. <laughs> listen, look at look at this side. Look look at this pretty face. I, I've been hit so many times by Isbia because I've been brutally honest. If I could eat Selena Gomez on, on a cruise, uh, all you can eat uh, vacation, um, yeah, I'd be happy. <laughs> I suppose hygiene goes out the window. It'd be a case of you double uh, DK double dipping. Yeah. I double, <laughs> I double dip with Hannah Montana and Selena Gomez. And I'd go to jail. So it's all good. And, and in jail, they'd kill me, and they asked me for my final meal, and I'd say, can I please have Selena Gomez and Hannah Montana again? <laughs> You're fucking sick. I am sick, but, I'm, uh, you know, it's okay. This, this is my. This is the place where I can really hey, tell my true meal, feelings, Mike, right? You, know? you, you eat what you want to eat. And- yes. This is this is the place I can I can I, I can let things out and and when when I leave this microphone I gotta be normal and I'll mop the floor yes honey whatever honey uh, let me film the laundry laundry whatever you want no I want to fuck Selena Gomez and I'm telling you right now <laughs> <laughs> Mr Hyde is out watch out people Mr Hyde is out 
But okay, well, I think that's. I think it's time for us to say good night. Not yet. Not Ooh, yet. not yet. Okay. I have some things to say. Hey, guys, listen, I, I appreciate it, and I, I hope I answered all your questions, and again... Well, yeah, you did. Well, you know, I was going to ask you one question more. Well, if you could meet a wrestler, who would it be, and is that your favorite old-time wrestler? Well, that certainly came from left field. Um, uh, I, I got to hit you with a left, you know, and then you'll probably hit me with a right, left, and uppercut. <laughs> You know what? Uh, if I could meet any wrestler, because I am a wrestling fan, um, so am I. I love wrestling. Uh, it's one of, again one of the things I enjoy. With my son is Saturday night. Al, by the way, there's a local uh, wrestling thing going on. Uh, Hornswoggle's going to be there. Uh, wow. Billy Gunn's going to be there. He's coming up to Canada or yes. Detroit? No, Windsor. Billy Gunn. Wow. This is like this is all going to take place in like a 200 seat. Um, Billy Gunn just actually battled one of my friends, actually, for uh, an independent uh, title. But my friend beat him. <laughs> he beat that Billy Gunn. Well, he's not my favorite wrestler. My favorite wrestler of all time. I'm I'm actually torn because I have I have quite a few. I, I um, so do I. So do I. But I'll tell you, it's nobody who's on a roster now. Um, no. Most of my favorite wrestlers have passed, or right. um, I've, I've told you many times my favorite battles were Magnificent Morocco uh, beating the living shit out of Ricky Steamboat. Okay. Um, I love that. I'll, I'll never forget it. But my favorite wrestler of all time, and, and it, it was before he caught fame. It was before he even won the Intercontinental Championship. Um and, and beat the living hell out of Tito Santana. But my favorite wrestler, if if I can meet him, and I love him to death, uh, put on the best match at WrestleMania against, formerly said, Ricky Steamboat, Randy Macho Man Savage. Yeah, he started up in uh, Bruce's Bruce Hart's or, or, or the Hart Foundation uh, wrestling. They all event. start in Canada. That's where they all start. Hey Stu, who would you who would you if you could meet uh, a wrestler? Who would you meet? I was gonna say Bobo well, uh, Brazil or somebody like that. Two of my favorite, well, my only two favorite wrestlers. And now, what you got to, you have to understand is that wrestling for me was going around my grandmother's house, watching it on a Saturday afternoon, mm -hmm. uh, drinking a cup of tea and having a slice of cake. Bullshit. You were having a pint and you were eating those fucking funny lemons. Oh, this is true. And going back to when I was about 10 or 12 years old, I used to watch wrestling with my nan every week. And uh, it wasn't American wrestling. It was the uh, English wrestling. And it was the Big Daddy and the Giant Haystacks. Oh, Haystack Calhoun. Yeah, but that, no, no, Haystack giant, Calhoun. Haystack. No, no, no. Do you remember, okay, do you remember he was only in WCW for just a little bit? He was called the Loch Ness Monster, the big guy. Are you talking about Haystack Calhoun? No, no, no. There, no, 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 no. No, this was an uh, 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 English guy. <coughs> I'm talking British his, wrestling. Right. His, his name was Giant Haystacks, but he was in WCW, 
Uh, I think he was called the Loch Ness Monster. Well, this guy, they it, British wrestling is different to to uh, American wrestling. Oh yeah, these guys had lots smaller ring. Yeah, mm-hmm. Queen, for a start, Queens, oh, Queensberry rules, right? Queensberry rules. Huh? Queensberry yeah. rules. And no, it, no hitting behind the belt. Guys, uh, the giant haystacks was like about six foot nine. Yep, that's about right. He had a beard. He weighed a hell of a lot, and he wore like a like an all in what like a I don't know what you call it a onesie. Got all in one thing. Oh my god, it's six foot nine onesie. <laughs> <laughs> he wore he he. he <laughs> He wore panties. He wore panties. I know know what you mean. It's one of those things. It's like what uh, Andre the Giant used to wear when he was later on in his life. He used one of the things like on his shoulder, like one strap down. Yeah, and this guy, this guy, he had he had very few moves. What I remember. He wasn't yeah. athletic. He, no, if no, he caught no. you, you were fucked. If he caught you, you was you was out. Like you know, you guys remember Ox Baker? Oh yes, Mister. He's the creator of the heart punch. Yes, Ox Baker. We could we could go wrestling for. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We, we uh, here, here, here's here, here's a here's a sting for you. Here, here's here's a crazy thrill for you. Do you does anybody remember Wow? The women of wrestling, in that in that freaking girl that used to dress up like a maid and she wore like four hundred pounds. Um, do you are you sure it was well or, or was glow, it glow or whatever the heck glow? They're, yeah. they're coming out with a new one. I think Netflix is going to come out with it. Oh, I love it. I I, I love it. You know, a lot a lot of famous people came out of that. Medusa, I think, was part of it when it first came out. I think Rock and Robin was part of it too. Um, Rock and Robin, the one I really liked the best, and I um, I masturbated to her quite often was the uh, Farmer's Daughter <laughs> <laughs> with the pigtail. Yeah, oh yeah, it's, uh, Daisy Dukes. <laughs> Gorgeous yeah, I was a wrestling. I Google her. Mrs. Collar's got it right. Uh, I remember sitting on the couch. Uh, the wife was in those days. She worked midnight. I, I, I'd be beating it off um, to the farmer's daughter. <laughs> Mister Hyde raises his ugly head. God, she, oh, it doesn't <sighs> matter. We had. I had a wonderful time talking to you and getting to know you better. I'm still think, not done um, yet. The, hey, like you, you keep trying to end the show, and I'm not ready. Oh no, 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 no! I said I'm, I'm enjoying myself. I didn't say. We I love you, me. Al. You're the best. Um, and Stu, it's probably like what five o'clock in the morning. No, we're it's early. I mean, we haven't we haven't usually even started Cave Crew at this time. Oh, so your shit. clocks of. Your clocks have gone back or something, haven't they? Oh, that's right. He's right. <laughs> well, then then why don't we end this and do a Cave Crew radio? That's it. Let's hit it. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Up. I got I got to tell you guys let's something, though. There's something I'm really excited about. Yeah. And um, you've asked me you've asked me a lot of personal questions uh, tonight. Mm-hmm. And, uh, look, I uh, you will never know. Uh, how much I love uh, Choo Choo Stew and and Al the producer and I noticed that Big B showed up in chat and and I I know these are I know these are characters that I've created in my own mind but um, you'll never know how much I love them 
and uh, how much they mean to me personally. Like you've you've asked me what I've done in my personal life and what I like to do, and I've told you. But in the, in the same vein, um, how much as much as I've explained that podcasting is not real and it's all characters. Uh, these are very, very important people in my life. And um, if they were no longer in it, I don't know what I'd do. I, I, it w- would devastate me. However, well, I want to talk to you about changing your life. Um, this week, uh, Sunday night. Um, oh, yes, 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 yes. I can't wait. Nine, nine o'clock Eastern uh, live. Can tonight. I just stop there? What's that? Uh, what have you got on the show this week, DK? <laughs> Fuck off, <laughs> you fucking beast! Um, <laughs> just shove that spicy cucumber somewhere. Anyway, no, I I, I want to be honest with you for a second because sometimes you know we're not always behind the mic. We're we're, we're not always you know doing our fun stuff, and and this is my safe zone. This is. This is where I feel the best. I'm, I'm with my best of friends, and, and I'm not doing this to butter you up. Uh, but it, it's where I feel safe. However, once... A psychic transgender... <laughs> mass murderer. Something like that. I'm not going to get a chance to say this, am I? <laughs> once Ew. in a while... Once, once, once in a while, kids, <laughs> as funny as you may think I am and as, as mean as you may think I am, once in a while, there is someone who comes along who makes a lot of sense. And um, whether you've read the book or you watch the videos, it, it doesn't matter. I'd like to invite you uh, to come and join me and, and Al on, on Sunday um, yes, we have it's going to Aaron... be a great um, night on Sunday. This guy is amazing. We have Aaron Walker, ladies and gentlemen, uh, a view from the top. Um, he's he's a good guy. He's a fun guy. Um, when I watch his videos on Facebook, it's always on time, and by on time I mean, you know, as happy and as funny and as silly as I get. Uh, sometimes I hit rough patches. Uh, his advice is always on time. I bought his book. You're going to have a chance to win one. Um, but here's the deal. Here's, here's the big deal. If you want to know how I feel about this guy. Usually I have two guests, but this week, Al, I've cleared it's his for 90 minutes. Oh, man, that's going to be wonderful, man. I can't wait. Um, I actually bought his book, too. And Choo Choo, you should read it, man. It's an amazing book. I can get you a link, Choo, uh, so you can read it. I, I'm, guys, I'm not you kidding. You joined up writing. It's, it's got, it, it, this guy just is, he's just as positive as positive will come. You know, we've talked a lot tonight about imagination and we've talked about, uh, you know, courage to do things and, and all this stuff. And I, I, I know I've, I've, I've diverted off into my cave crew character and shit like that, but I'm, I'm being completely honest with you. Uh, Aaron Walker, um, stand up guy. 
Yes, yes, and he will help you out. Trust me. After I started reading that book, um, life made a little bit more sense. It does, and you know the the best part of it is. The best part of it is, what the fuck is Stu doing? Laying the cat out? We've lost Stu again. Hey, you know what, though? I'm surprised. His internet was good. <laughs> his, his internet's been good the last couple times, but we we still can't solve this problem of the disappearing Stu. He's, he's gonna, well, he has to go, you know, open the door for the pussy. He's, he's going <laughs> to he's, he's gonna appear on HLN again very soon, I'm sure. But no, in, in, in all seriousness, folks, it doesn't jeopardize anything that you have now. Mm -mm. Um, you, you don't have to give anything up. He's not like, you know, Oprah, like give up 50 calories or Dr. Oz does this or whatever. Aaron Rod Aaron Walker, sorry, Aaron Rodgers. I'm a Green Bay Packer fan. Um, Aaron Walker uh, will enhance what you already have. He likes yes. to laugh. He likes to cry. He likes to do all this stuff. and. And, and now trust I us, am, it's going to be the best. To me, this is the show that I've been waiting for. Every show has to end, though, ladies and gentlemen, on the Stu Cam. I have no freaking idea what he's doing. Now he's back. He's he's gone. He's adjusting his mic. Was the packy or the lesbians doing something? I, I'm, I'm going to take over for a minute, Al. I'm sorry. It's just my nature. Um why did you disappear, uh, Stu? I was, I was, I was still here. I was listening. Yeah, but I, I, I just, think uh, did you, did you eat that lemon and did something bad happen in your tummy or? I just I I ate a little samosa. <laughs> samosa. <laughs> I got some more here. Look. This is this is the whole point of the whole story, folks. You, you guys ask me what I get from this, what I love about it. It's uh, he's gone there again. You go. Exactly. He's gonna come back with something though. He's maybe he's gonna play us a song. I haven't eaten very well today, but oh, so he's got what? What are you eating? A samosa. What the fuck is a samosa? Oh, 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 oh no, no, no! It's it's like it's like a. A samosa is like it's got the spices. It's almost like a how can I explain it? It's a triangular, spicy. It's, it's an Indian, or, Indian or pasta. You know what I really was hoping for, Al, is I really thought tonight that that Stu would come out with his ukulele. Oh, you mean he, he wanted him to, uh, what is it, serenade you? Yeah, I thought he'd sing me, like, tiptoe through the tulips or something. I, I uh... <laughs> My daughter, my daughter has taken my guitar from me. I don't want your guitar, I want your ukulele. No, she's taken my guitar and ukulele. And she has been, uh, she's been teaching herself to play both <laughs> over the past so yeah, uh, really. On, on a on a future show, on a future show, because it's been a year. That that that's a long time. Um, can she please come on air and sing me and Sir Big B a tiptoe through the tulips? <laughs> I don't know. I could ask. I could ask. You know, oh, speaking I, of speaking it, of kids, hey. I have a question. One more question for you, DK. Yeah. 
Would you want your son to go into podcasting if that's what he wanted to do? Absolutely. Because um, you, you, you don't have to do what I'm doing, right? No, I, uh, I mean, because think about it. We got little B, who's going to take over from Sir Big B. What was it, five years? Yeah, you said five years. This is dad, I'm taking your place in five years. I feel like I'm on Logan's run right now. <laughs> Time's running out. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I think it was like, what, 26? And they, they, they kill you? You have to float up and yeah, blow up you, like balloons. Yeah, you got to go to the, yeah, that, that, what do they call it? Uh, I, oh, I forget. I got to watch Logan's Run again. That was a great movie. They should remake that. You know, they actually had a TV series, Logan Run. And Mrs. Cotter's completely right. They'll just talk about Minecraft for the rest of their lives. <laughs> but, uh, no, you know what? Uh, yes, I'd want them to podcast because uh, one thing podcasting does is get your voice out there. Yes, and, and, uh, and you know what? Even if you're a little shy, which, believe it or not, I'm a little shy. I like to talk to people, but I'm afraid if I, I put a, my foot in my mouth. I don't like the taste of my feet, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, dude, listen. If you knew how shy you I was... get used to the taste, mate. I can assure you. If you knew how... <laughs> oh, and you should know about taste, right, Stu? <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish we had the video of Stu eating the lemon. Oh, yeah. Or whatever that, it was. The I daffle mean, lemon. I mean, he was like... He was... I think... Honestly, you, you just you, just, just wait I till Big B. And he was licking it. And, and Stu, you're off next week, right? Are you I'm not off? off from work? Yeah. It, which means you can come on Cape Cod Radio again, and Big B can actually address the daffle lemon with you. <laughs> Do you know what? I mean, this here, the, the sun is shining. I don't give a shit if the sun is shining. We're talking about the daffle lemon. They're they're coming out. That was like that was like the third one I've had. So by next week, I should have like a three. Good. You know what? Then bring it to the show. Can bring it to the show. Yeah, yeah. Can can we get a commitment from you next week, uh, Stu? You're off work. Are you going to appear again on Cape Cod Radio? Oh, absolutely! I'll leave. Okay. I'll, I'll even bring uh, a daffle lemon. I'll bring the allot- I'll bring the allotment to the show. Okay, so um, the daffle lemon is coming to Cave Crew Radio. So we've got two huge, two huge shows coming up in the next eight days. Yeah. We've got Aaron Walker coming on live tonight with DK, which is going to be a, an amazing change your life if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, I am. But, mm-hmm. you know, just take a listen, if you will. And then next Thursday, we will have Choo Choo Stew uh, live with Big B again. Hopefully his studio is in order. And um, we will talk about the Daffle Lemon and he will also have the latest minutes from the allotment. Is that not true? We've got the newsletters just come out. Yeah. All right, so save that for next Thursday. Sorry, guys, I have a habit of taking over. That's my but probably that, my that, biggest problem. That's not a problem. That's your personalities, and that's how you like to do things. That's, to me, I'm very calm, cool, collective. 
Just don't piss me off. Oh, no. Did you see that video I put on uh, Cave Crew Radio? Could you imagine Al on that on that thing that goes down? I'll tell the... you right now. I'm going to say this right now. Fuck no. Yes. No I can way just, you're going to get me on I can that. just imagine your face. My face? I, I, my face and was my no, I, together because I'd be puking and, sh- and, and throwing up at the same time. No, you wouldn't be able to puke. Stuff. You wouldn't be able to catch your own breath. No, the puke would like come up at me. I used to like roller coasters, but for some reason, the G forces don't like my stomach. For no, I, I'm, I'm definitely anyone who knows me. You know, you guys were asking me about Cave Crew Radio and all that shit. Um, I hate roller coasters. I am definitely afraid. My son and my wife go on. I, I think I've told the story when I was walking around the amusement park and I had my wife's purse on, and I was feeling very masculine. <laughs> oh, you had a man purse. I, I, I was it. carrying my wife's purse, and if someone would ask me a question as a hockey player, I would have knocked their fucking teeth out. But anyway. <laughs> Big B says the studio lives, so we're we're, we're still alive. Cave Crew Radio. And folks, don't forget, I'm on uh, uh, Ron Real or whatever. I don't know what he calls the Friday show. It, I thought it was Real and Raw. You go no. Ron and Real. No. <laughs> I'm thinking it's like a fishing pole thing. Ron and Real. It's Real and No, it's Raw, raw and Real. I thought it was, I know, I thought it was raw, Real and Raw. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's just uh, a it, shit it's show. something. You know, it's CJ. We know, you know. It's a shit show. It's it's not worth wasting your time on. I'm kidding. I watch it every show. So do I. But right. I have to reiterate one thing. What's that? If you have not seen Aaron Walker's videos on Facebook and you're feeling down, watch them. They will amaze you and you'll be feeling great. You love him, though. He is a good guy. I, I like him, well, too. Um, as Mrs. Carter said in the chat room, uh, that book, I don't like books much. I mean, I used to like them a lot when I was younger, but this book, that's all I talk about. Uh, <laughs> you can ask her. I mean, that's all I've been talking about, you know. I mean, he even... I'll he tell you something. A, uh, let, let, let me tell you a little story. I, I, I don't know if any of you have heard of Anthony Robbins. Uh, Tony Robbins. Uh, I, I, Wait, hold on. I, <laughs> see, I, 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 I love Tony Robbins. Awaken the Giant Within but, Unlimited but Power. Is, he, to me, he doesn't seem, he seems fake. He's not. He's, I, he's not fake. I, I walked across the coals. I, I, I did it. I, I went to Cobo Arena in Detroit. I, I've done it. I, I, I've read Napoleon Hill. I've seen, uh, Ziegler. Um, Jack Welch, any, um, uh, the uh, former CEO. I uh, never met Carnegie. Yeah. He's a little bit Not, before my time. No, no, but, Dale, Carl, ta- Dale Car- uh, Carnegie here. Uh, yeah. Carnegie. M- meet friends, influence people, whatever the book is. I've, yeah. I've read them all. I've read every one of them. But I'll tell you, Aaron Walker is a new age uh, guy, and um, I, 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 I'm in your corner, Al. I, uh, um, I, Nothing. I, I mean, I can't say I can't praise him enough. You know, I've told people you should read this book. I mean, and it, I got it on 
what is it? Uh, uh, pre, what is it? Pre- you got it on the pre-order on Kindle. Pre-order yeah, on right. Kindle, and, yeah. And it wasn't that much money. It was like a third of what it's going for now. Seven ninety five. people are still buying it at the third thing. This guy's amazing. He has... Mm. He, I, does, I he, he does a lot for free, too. And... Um, I, I repost a lot of his videos. And anyway, uh, Al, shut up. It's like I tell uh, the authors on the show, uh, don't give away too much. Okay, I'll oh, shut up. Just just mm-hmm. come. Just... Wait a second. Wait a second. This is our thing. Yeah. Stop taking over. <laughs> <laughs> just come and listen to the show on Sunday. It's yeah, going to change yeah, your yes, life. Yes, people, come and listen. You're going to have a new outlet on life. Trust me, and trust DK. It's gonna, it's gonna change your life. So anyway, kids. Uh, yeah. Are we wrapping the show up now, DK? I, I don't know. What, what do you want to do, Stu? I mean, are you gonna do something silly or? No, I'm just, I'm just asking. That was all. No, no, we're, we're wrapping up here. I think. Yeah, yeah. we're definitely. So next week, Cave Crew Radio, uh, Choo Choo Stu. In the house, I've got that firm commitment, right? Because I count on you because you're like a wall ninety nine percent of the time, and now Big B is like going a wall on me too. So I'll be there. All right, choo choo stew, Big B, DK, all together next week. Cave Crew Radio. We're gonna talk about these dandelion lemons, and. Um, uh, well, and maybe uh, and, because I and, know Big B is going to have a rant. Oh, of course he does. He always has a rant. But uh, and then uh, we'll also have the the newsletter uh, from the alarm, and you will forward it to both me and Big B. Correct? Absolutely. Thank you very much. Absolutely. We appreciate that Absolutely. because uh, we've run out of material. After three years, we have nothing left to do if we don't have the allotment. And then Sunday night, folks, seriously, in all seriousness, um, keep an open mind. Come and listen to us. Uh, Professor Al and myself, uh, Producer Al. Yeah, uh, just call me Pro Al because, hey, Pro-Al. I'm a professor and I'm a producer. So You are, you and, and you're doing a great job. And uh, I appreciate everything you do. And um, Aaron Walker, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I, I sincerely encourage you to lean in and come and listen. Well, I got to get going. All right. And I got no well, Thank I, you, DK, for letting us ask questions to you. Uh, my pleasure. Um, I've got no exit music here. Well, you know what? Silence is golden. Silence is golden. We'll see you guys. Uh, God bless you all, by the way. Um, And um, whether you're podcasting or whatever you do in life, uh, God bless you. God bless you. Take care. Stu, anything to say? Thank you. No, good night, everyone. Thank you, DK. It's been a pleasure as always. Two hours. Thank you, Stu, for, for being here with me and helping me out. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Pleasure. Uh, Pleasure, gentlemen. Two hours and seven minutes. Wow. Way too long. Good night, y'all.